Hi, thanks for joining us here on The Aesthetic Podcast. I'm your host, Aesthetic Ann, and I'm here with my co-host, Sarah. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? <laughs> Not much. What's up with you? Well, we have an exciting topic to talk about today. I think it's pretty exciting. I love it. It's one of my favorite things that I do. So we're going to be talking about fillers today. Yes, we are. We're going to blow you up, girl. Plump me up. Okay, so tell me <laughs> about fillers. You want me to blow you up with fillers? Yes. Really? No. Okay. I'm just kidding. Because that's kind of my style. I want you to blow style. me up with information. Okay. Oh, I can do that. Well, some of you may be going, what is filler? I have a lot of people that get Botox and Dysport mixed up with fillers. Okay, so tell us, let's start with the basics. What is a filler? There's different kinds of fillers, but what a filler is, is it fills in a space where there's been lost volume. Botox helps with fine lines and wrinkles caused by muscle movement. We talked about that on our last episode or two ago. Mm-hmm. And now fillers are to help replace lost volume. And then people can have wrinkles or folds or deep folds because they've lost volume. Most people, they talk about the smile lines, which are kind of those folds. They're actually called nasal labial folds, which it goes from... Your nose to your mouth. Right. Each corner Nasal, of your nose. labia. Right. Fold. There you go. You should have been a doctor because you like wouldn't even have to take medical terminology. You just know what it is right away. I do, but I just know it from you. <laughs> no, you're supposed to make them think that you're just a freaking genius. I well, am. you are, but anyway. So yes, most people see fillers being put in that nasal labial fold area. But there's so many more areas that you can put them in. Some people, we put filler in temples too. Why? That's like a great like contour area. Well, it's contour, but some people we call it peanut head. Like they've, they've lost so much like <laughs> body mass that like the top of their head literally goes in. Like a, it's very concave. So we just kind of round that out a little bit. You round it out like Miss Piggy's face. No, not like fat head. <laughs> we also put filler in hands, believe it or not. So a couple of the places that people can really recognize your aging is obviously your face, the neck, and the back of the hands. Mm-hmm. So when hands start to get, when people lose the fat on the volume on the back of their hands mm-hmm. and they get all bony looking and stuff, we can, we can disguise that and mm-hmm. put filler in there. Mm-hmm. And it's fabulous. And so there's different kinds of fillers, Just too. plump you up like a newborn little baby. Yeah. So people that have... Back to jawline. See, I don't get that because I'm, I'm, like, I'm not fat, but I'm a little chubbier on my jawline. You can't really see where my neck meets my skin on my face. <laughs> so I, just, I can't... I don't... Why would you ever want to just plump that up more? Well, you don't want to plump it up and round it. What you want to do is you want to actually make it more defined. Oh, so, okay. You've, you've got my attention. How well, does that, if you're adding stuff in there, how does that make it more defined? Because like right now, if you add anything else to my jawline, I'm going to get a little bit rounder. It, it, you could. It just depends. And it also depends on the type of filler. They have fillers that are biostimulatory fillers. Okay, um, what are the different types? Okay, so there's hyaluronic acid filler, and a lot of people have heard of Juvederm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out for Juvederm. Juvederm is made by Allergan, 
and it's a hyaluronic acid filler, and hyaluronic acid is natural to your body. So every single cell in your body has hyaluronic acid. You have to have hyaluronic acid. In fact, that's what holds water in the cell. Yeah, just so everyone knows, is very this is a big pet peeve of mine. I just had a conversation with someone yesterday that was like, I need to be alkaline, I need to be alkaline, I need to drink alkaline water, like my body's so acidic. And <laughs> do you not understand that like your body is made of acid? DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid. Oh my gosh, I'm impressed. I can't even remember how to say that. I just like that is the most basic information that tells your body how to be a body. It's an acid. So like don't be afraid of I mean you don't want to you don't want just going around drinking acid, but when she says that there's an acid in this and your body is naturally made of acid and every cell has this acid, you can rest assured that it's not well, an acid poisonous. doesn't necessarily mean it's going to eat something away. Yeah, that I think that's yeah. what people think of when they hear acid is like acid reflux, yeah. acidic, like things like, like it's going to eat something away. Yeah, like burning a hole in you. It's that's yeah, not, not what gonna, this is. No, no, no. No. So Sorry, I'll step off my soapbox. <laughs> little soapbox. I'm a little peeved about that. Thank you for that PSA. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, every every acid, every every cell in your body has. <laughs> Um, hyaluronic acid so it's very necessary so what they do is they create hyaluronic acid and they make Juvederm out of it they make Restylane out of it and then there's all other kinds of fillers that are that fall into those categories so um, Allergan has Juvederm Juvederm Ultra Plus they have um, Voluma, Volure, Volvella all the, the V products are called Bicross Technologies and then Restylane has different hyaluronic acid Products. They have the plain Restylane, the Restylane Lift, Restylane Define, Restylane Refine, and they're all made for different like places on the face or what you're wanting to do with them. So some have really big molecules and they're made to like lift. So if you're doing something in the in the cheeks or the mid face, you want to lift that because that filler is going underneath the muscle and it has to be strong enough to like even lift the muscle off the off the face like off the bone so a lot of people um they think that they might want to put filler around their mouth and those little fine lines and wrinkles you know smokers lines or like from a water bottle or just you know puckering their lips and things mm-hmm. and a lot and a lot of injectors will do that i'm not a big fan of that because you have to have a filler that's like really, really thin and it won't last very long. So I like a different treatment. We can talk about that for a different time. But I, but filler is definitely great for putting in the lips to kind of plump the lips, make them bigger. Um, when you have lost volume, you usually begin to lose it in the mid face. So a lot of people get filler put in their cheeks. Mm-hmm. And, they want um, those high cheekbones. They want those high cheekbones. Pretty, pretty. But we don't want to look like Maleficent. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some people that have like that maleficent face where the cheekbones go way out. Mm. So no Miss Piggy and no maleficent. Mm-hmm. We kind of want someplace in the middle. So let me ask you this because we learned a lot last week about Botox and how that relaxes the muscles and that takes away the appearance of lines. These lines that you're talking about, like how do you decide between like you have a spot on your face that has a line do you need Botox or do you need filler there? Like, how do you make, how do you decide which one goes there? Because they're very different, but right. they both go 
in places where you have lines. So are you asking me how I decide, or are you kind of a general question of how does the listener, how do they decide what they need? Well, I guess the listener will go in and show their injector what they want, like what area they want fixed, and the injector will decide. So I'm asking how the injector decides. How the injector decides. Okay, side note, because that brought up this <laughs> this visual in my mind. So on the very the very first time I ever learned how to do any injectables, this was about nine years ago. There was a TV show I used to watch. I forgot. It was one of the cable channels. I can't remember. It was called Nip Tuck. And it was about these plastic surgeons in California. And and then it was a really great show. And then it just got like really weird. So Wait, I had is to this quit a reality show? Or no, 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 no. It was a fake show. Oh my God. If it was a reality <laughs> show, that'd be horrible. Even, even like a drama like Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Yeah. It was totally <laughs> fake. Fake show. I mean, it was Scripted. Not... It was scripted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't fake news, fake show. <laughs> it was, but it was about these plastic surgeons and on every scene that someone came into their office to want to have a procedure done, they would sit them down and they'd hand them a mirror and they would say to the person, so tell me, what is it you don't like about yourself? <laughs> it, was like so, it was so bad. So yes, this was not a reality show. And in my very first training that I did, we were referring to that. We were getting ready to have a patient slash model come in. And we were kind of talking about that. And this sweet lady, she was a nurse and she was learning too. And she was from Minnesota. She was from up north. And she's like, oh, yeah. And we were talking about nip tuck. And so then the patient comes in and she was the first one. And she hands them the mirror and she goes, so tell me what you don't like about yourself. And we were like, <laughs> like oh we're like oh my god and the doctor was like well no well we're just talking about you know what is it that you're here for today Mm. what concerns you (laughs) so gosh that reminds me a little customer service tip for any injections well you know i felt bad for her it was it was quite hilarious it did i did everything to keep from just like dying laughing can you imagine that model like looking in the room being like well my kids don't love me and (laughs) i'm in debt right now (laughs) <laughs> what is it you don't like about yourself? <laughs> so when when I do assess people, I pretty much ask them first because it's kind of a fine line. There may be things, to make a bad pun, right? And maybe they make you think it's a fine line. I think it's a huge line. I can see things that maybe others don't notice about themselves, but that's okay because if it's not important to them, then that's okay. Yeah, you don't try to sit there and sell people or tell people right. I just what wanna, they need. I just want to address with what's important to them. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what I ask them. I have them come in, sit down. I do hand them a mirror, and I ask them, what is it that you're here to see me about today, or what is it that's important to you, or what would you like to, to ask me about today? Just things like that. And So back to the question. So back to the question. That's where I was getting at. Fine lines and wrinkles are taken care of by Botox, where there's it's muscle movement that is causing that fine line and wrinkle. Fillers go where it's usually not a fine line and a wrinkle. It's usually like a moderate wrinkle to a, all the way to like a deep fold. So those nasolabial folds, on some people, they're, they're very just mild. They're not very deep at all. Mm -hmm. But on other people, they may be really, really deep, like where that skin is just about to fold over and make a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's about to. You could stick a hot dog or a bratwurst in there. And hey, no shame though. Up. That means that you have smiled many, many times <laughs> in your life. But I can help with that if they would like to. Now, if they like it like that, that's great. That's but, great. That, Good that's for great. Them. The only time that I will point something out is if they're telling me that they want that. Um, I don't want to say fixed or repaired. They they want that to be less noticeable like that. Mm-hmm then I will go into the rationale and the reasoning like why that's happening about the aging of the face and what's what's going on. And then I explain to them why we need to address kind of the mid-face and cheek area and what's going on up above that area. Mm-hmm. So I will only do that if that truly is the case. I'm not going to point out something that they're not interested in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about like the number one place that I think of when I think of fillers. Where? Your lips. Oh, yeah. Lips are a big deal. And this is not... I mean, do you put filler... Obviously, I I know that you put filler in lips to make them full and to make them big, but what about people that have like the lipstick bleeding lines around their lips? You know, for years, a lot of people, that would kind of be a selling point. Oh, if you get filler, you won't have your your lipstick bleed lines. And that's not always true. It just kind of depends on the person. It depends on their skin. It depends on... No, but I'm know, saying if people well come hydrated? in with that and want that fixed, do you put filler in their lip? Do you put filler around their lip? Do you put Botox around their lips? No, you would put filler in there. But that's what I'm saying is that kind of used to be a big selling point. Hmm. And, and I, it's kind of a... To, it, in my opinion, that's a little bit of misinformation. So their, their lips just need to be better moisturized. But yes, we can kind of help with that a little. It's rare, it's rare occasions that that... Can help a lot now a lot of people will have smokers lines but they don't necessarily have to be a smoker water bottles are a big deal you know that's what of... i'm talking about okay those like lines when you like make your lips like a little butthole <laughs> <laughs> and over time, just, they get really deep okay gotcha like yeah you're, like you're sucking through a straw yeah exactly smokers lines straw lines water bottle lines whatever um you want to call it Yes. Now, and a lot of injectors, again, a lot of injectors will inject filler for that area. I'm not a big fan of that because there's not really a fill, in my opinion, there's not a filler on the market that is suited for that area very well. So I like other treatments for that area. I like microneedling. But let's talk about why people get fillers in their lips. There's kind of two kinds of things going on. One are younger people. I'm 25. Like you guys. I want big, juicy lips. Yeah. Like I said last time, the size of golf balls. <laughs> yeah. Plump so, me up. So that's, that's, that's one case. Another case is maybe a woman of a certain age. Maybe a wiser close, maybe, woman. Maybe close to my age. Someone who has lots of wisdom and... And miles. <laughs> Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. All that kind of thing. As we age, our lips actually get smaller. Mm-hmm. And, the, and we call it the shelf. Like your lip is nice and curled and rolled upward. And as you age, you're losing volume. There's fat, there's fat in there, in that upper lip. You lose that and it starts to kind of roll downward. And before you know it, you have like no upper lip. And that mm-hmm. especially happens to men. You have no upper lip. That has to be addressed just a little bit differently. And it basically, 
there's different fillers, and that's kind of what I wanted to get at. So a lot of people have heard of Juvederm. Um, some people have heard of Restylane. And then... Are these just like name brand types the, of yeah, fillers? Yeah, so Juvederm, Juvederm is made by Allergan. Allergan makes Botox. Um, they have the Juvederm family of fillers. And then Restylane is the makers of Dysport, and they have the Restylane family of fillers. And so the very two first fillers, like on the scene, was just regular Juvederm Ultra and Ultra Plus, and then Restylane came out, and they have just plain Restylane. And both of them have lidocaine in them. So, Is that but, numbing? Yeah. Um, but before you have your lips injected, we do have numbing cream, so, so you want to put numbing cream on there. Some injectors will do a dental block. I'm not a big fan of the dental block because, number one, it doesn't always take. Number what two is that? It's where we like stick needles in your mouth and and shoot lidocaine into the nerve area, like where that nerve is. Where in your mouth? In the incisor, right above there. <laughs> Do you want me to name the anatomy? No, but I'm but, just, uh, there's a lot of parts of the mouth. It could be the back of your mouth. It could be like right on the other side of your lip. Like I'm a toddler. I don't know any of this <laughs> stuff. You have to explain this. It's like above your gum line. So we have to put the needle in between your... What's it called? Like right above your gum line. What's it called? The areas I'm talking about. Like No, at, what's this procedure called? Oh, it's called a dental block. Okay. That's what I'm picturing. It's like a dentist like shooting yeah, me so up they, before they, a root So they canal. lift your upper lip and they basically stick a needle like where your where the upper lip tissue meets the gum tissue. This seems really they go for their, extensive. It is. And that's what I'm saying. It's like there's really no need for that. And on top of that, it makes so if you're successful, and that's if you're successful and you get like full numbing, then like the you literally can't feel anything and your lips are just kind of like then they kind of like drop and and it's not as natural. So when I inject people that have had a dental block, I just I don't think it's as good of an outcome because their lips are just kind of like not not. I wouldn't go for like, that. Yeah, I never so go for the numb shot at the dentist. I'm just I just do you, do you do laughing gas? No, but we have numbing cream. So the numbing cream goes on the lips. Like, like, little, like... I would get um, shot up all the time if you had laughing gas. <laughs> God. I love laughing gas. Oh, my gosh. You're scaring me. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. I look forward to going to the tenants with Why? that. Why? Because I turn... <laughs> side note. Because oh. I turn on John Lennon <laughs> when I listen to it, and I go on, like, the biggest trip ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not... I'm not what do you I'm, do? I, you, what, you play I Am the Walrus? <laughs> You really do? I really do. Oh my god. I've never done heavy drugs in my entire any drugs, but I'm clarifying because like I take ibuprofen, but I've never done heavy drugs, but I just imagine that's what it's like. This is like if you're a drug addict, this is your drug addiction. Yes, that's like when Sarah needs to feel good, she schedules a dentist appointment. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's hilarious. So if you got laughing gas in your in your uh med spa, I would be there all the time. Nope, but you know, I hear that some med spas are doing that, some are bringing it in. That's genius. You go, girls or boys. Okay, so you put numbing cream. So we put numbing cream, it's lidocaine, it's called it's a BLT bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) benzocaine, lidocaine, tetracaine mixture, and we put it on like a little lip gloss and it makes them numb, Mm -hmm. makes them really numb. Mm -hmm. And then, so basically, your first couple of injections, you put it on like a little, you know, it it just kind of takes that sting away. But then, once the product is in there, there's lidocaine in the product, so then that 
also like numbs the rest of your lips. So when you leave, the lidocaine that we put on your lips is kind of, you know, starting to wear off, but you may still have numb lips for a couple of hours because the lidocaine that's in the hyaluronic the acid product. Yeah. And fillers, most fillers are made out of hyaluronic acid. Do you know mm-hmm. what that is? Mm-mm. I'm saying mm-hmm like I do. Nope. What is it? I explain to people there's, it, it kind of looks like clear grape jelly. It's, and, and it just kind of, I mean, it's not obviously, but it just kind of looks like clear grape jelly. That's that's what the filler like consistency looks like, is. Yeah, the consistency. Okay, and what I can it see kind that. Of looks like, and it's clear, mm-hmm. so that's why mm-hmm. I say it looks like clear grape jelly. Mm-hmm. Looks like that. Some fillers are a lot more thin, and one of them I think kind of looks like a really thick like baby oil, because it's even you know thinner. Thinner. So you were talking about those smokers and lip lines. Mm-hmm. There are some injectors that they like to put that that really thin filler there, mm-hmm. and but it doesn't last very long. So for me, that's why it's it. I don't think it's worth it. I think you're better off getting a microneedling treatment, which I know you probably don't know what that is. That's totally different. And that's that's yeah. That's, that's for another. That's episode. another episode. Another show. Okay. Um, but there are different fillers, and th- they're very specific to the face and what needs to be done so the ones that are like really really thick like a thick clear grape jelly those are ones that are going to go in your cheek area because they need to be thick enough to lift your cheek and then people that want really big lips and like really augmented lips they need the more jelly well they're going to they're probably going to want that or maybe just like a step down Hmm. and then um there's like the corners of your mouth there's just like different areas you might use um Fillers that are just not as, as like robust. Mm-hmm. You don't need as much done. Like the tear troughs, perfect example. Where people start to get like, you like know, where you put concealer, hollow. Yeah, where you put people get that hollow lookingness. Yeah, where you put concealer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people think it'll change. It'll help if people have dark circles Wait, under put their eyes. Fillers there. Yeah, that's that skin is like so thin and fragile. Yeah, but that's why you have to have somebody that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, But you can put filler there, so that's going to be one of those fillers that's a little bit more like a thick baby oil. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect place for that to go. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I've decided to get fillers. I'm sitting in the chair. They numb me up. They shoot me in. And you had said that it kind of, even when the numbing cream numbness wears off it's still going to be a little numb from the inside so when i go home like what do i expect is it like immediate can i notice it immediately oh yeah that's the great thing about fillers fillers are instant gratification is there like a window of like if something kind of looks off of like how soon you can fix it yes um they're soft they're pliable so we send you home with post-treatment instructions or at least whomever's working on you they should be giving you post-treatment instructions. Okay, so what are those instructions? No, why do you have to put me on the spot like that? It's written on paper. I don't know that. Oh, well, that, that's what I'm kind of asking. I'm trying, I'm like walking through the experience. Well, you don't want to be like pushing on it, pressing on it, trying to mold it yourself. So this is what I tell people. Okay, you, we just put this filler. We're going to talk about lips. I just put this filler in your lips. It's okay to feel lumps and bumps. And it's actually okay to maybe even see some lumps or bumps for a couple of days because you're going to be swollen, redness, um, you know, even some tenderness, stuff like that. But if they go home and start pressing and mushing on it, it's going to make it swell more. It's okay to see lumps and bumps 
and it's okay to feel them, but after a couple of days, you don't want to see, see them. So I explain to people, go home, let it settle, don't touch it, don't mush on it, you know, all these kinds of things. And then I usually bring them back a week later, we look at it, and if you can still see a lump or bump, you know, I can, I can help kind of um, maneuver that, massage it. And I also, what I like to do is save a little bit of the filler. Um, For yourself. Yeah. When they leave, <laughs> I just kind of give myself a little, oh, I need some right here. No, I like to save a little bit of the filler because when you're working on them, some people will swell a lot faster than others. Some people won't swell very much at all. Um, so... I what do you mean save come... it? Do you like put their name on it and pop it in the fridge? And like if they come back, you just finish using that syringe? Yeah. yeah. And so like if they just need a little touch up or something, then I just kind of fix that. Mostly with lips. I don't really do that for any place else on the face. But people are really, really particular about their lips. And I don't blame them. And so it's always nice just to have a little extra just in case when the swelling and everything goes down. There's just like this one little place and you can just pop it in and everything's good. Tell us about pricing. What should we spend? What should we not spend? What are people, what should people be like prepared to pay for when they go in? That's a really good question because everybody's going to be different. So let me start with the fillers and how much they, they cost and how they're priced. They're priced by the syringe, usually, usually. And your least amount is going to be somewhere around $500, $550. And then they can go all the way per to, syringe. Per syringe, and they can go up to a thousand dollars per syringe. It depends on what product you're buying. And um, like, what's a what's a normal uh, like amount that people get? Like, if I want to get my lips done, is that like one syringe? Is that like ten syringes? Right. So most people with lips, you're talking one syringe, and that range is going to be anywhere from a product that may be five hundred dollars, five hundred and fifty dollars, and it will go up to about six fifty, seven hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, prices and things are going to vary all over the United States. No, but this is a good baseline. Like here in Dallas can be way different than what it is in New York City. Mm-hmm. Even though we're a metroplex area, it's still going to be way different than New York, which can be way different than like Wichita, Kansas. Mm-hmm. But um, it's usually going to be one syringe in the lips. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything more than that, and, and that can even be too much. So some people may just need like, you have to buy the whole syringe most of the time. It's, you can't buy three fourths. Well, I mean, right. There, there are, you know, there are some places I've heard of some very interesting ways of doing it, but for the most part, you pretty much just need to plan on buying a whole syringe, and that's good for the lips. So the Voluma that Allergan makes for the cheeks is eight hundred dollars a syringe, and you're you're definitely going to need at least two. And in the studies, and in the little fine print on. The, the advertisements that Allergan has. Mm-hmm. So when you go into the office and they have the little advertisement up, the little cardboard thing, and it says, oh, Voluma, look how wonderful it made this lady look. Um, if you read the fine print, it will say an average of 6.7 syringes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> for, like, the whole face. Yeah, for the whole face. Yeah. Um, so there's Christmas other is coming up. <laughs> but... Um, I even know a plastic surgeon, he put 17 syringes in this one lady's face all at once. Oh, my gosh. I know. But it, she looked great. She looked amazing. 17 and yeah. she looked amazing? She looked amazing. Now, right afterwards, she was a little swollen, a little tender. <laughs> little potato face. <laughs> little potato face. <laughs> but, or tomato, red face. Um, 
But, you know, after all that <laughs> swelling and everything went away, she looked amazing. Wow. And, you know, it was probably like, like $4,500, $5,000 instead of like a... I need to see a know, picture of what your definition of amazing is. That just sounds like a yeah, lot. Well, it wasn't 15000 for a facelift, though. So that's, that's it was a lot more a lot. affordable. She looked awesome. She Facelifts looked are $15,000? They they began about 15000 My gosh. Yeah. All you're doing is making a 25. cut and then just pulling skin and oh sewing my God. it back yeah, up. Yeah, that's all that's they're doing. That's all you're doing. <laughs> that's all they're doing, right. That's all they're doing. I know. I could get paid for that. I could get paid doing like, that. Like, what if I came... <laughs> this is how... I've always thought of how to, like, scam on... Oh, <laughs> on my gosh. Facelift. What if I go into the ER with a giant cut... Like I fell, like like how toddlers fall on like a piece of tile or glass or something because uh-huh. they run and they're stupid. Yeah. What if I had like a perfectly straight like cut, yeah, a, a, like across my hairline, and I had to go in and like get it stapled up, and yeah. I was just like, hey, like when you do it, can you just pull it like a little tighter? Yeah. Well, let me give you a secret. If you decide to do that, make sure it's about two to three five centimeters back into the hairline. Right, right, right. So they can hide the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll just like, then, right as we're going into surgery, be just better? like, hey, can you just pull it back like a little tighter instead of like right where the skin meets, just like overlap it a little bit. And what would even be better is if you could somehow get it to cut like just right in front of your ear. I'll do, I'll do three cuts. <laughs> I'll fall three times before going into the ER. Yeah, but you're most likely going to get a trauma surgeon, not a plastic surgeon. I was just telling you, surgeons but a surgeon, tra- just pull it back a little bit. Some of those trauma surgeons are pretty amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like Dr. Eduardo <laughs> Rodriguez little, at New York Go. A little tip for you to get a cheaper face. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way to get insurance to pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for listening today, you guys. We appreciate it. I hope that this information on fillers was helpful to you. Thank you, Sarah. You're always helpful to me. If you have any questions or uh, clarifications on anything, you can always tweet us at AestheticAnnRN or go to her website, AestheticAnn.com, or you can comment down below if you're listening on Spotify or SoundCloud. Um, But yeah, just connect with us. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can find us. You can talk to us. We will respond. We, and when I say we, it's really you. I will respond. It's all your stuff. But yes, we will respond because we want you to be informed. We want you to be empowered. So anyways, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.